With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. that out, which they still don't know and haven't done the investigation, but that's neither here nor there. So now, with what has happened, not just in in, in Minneapolis, but Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, um, George Floyd, and and now everybody is is sharing videos of a whole bunch of other things that have taken place here recently that's been popping up. Yeah. The the Office of Independent Monitor, it's coming. It's coming. And just like a kid, as a kid growing up, you might not like mayonnaise, but if you don't tell tell the, the restaurant worker that you don't want mayonnaise on your burger, well, now you're you're get, you're gonna you're gonna gonna get get now you're gonna get you're mayonnaise now. You're gonna get you not you, you yeah, should have you should have gone and sat at the table and come up and craft it. That's what leadership does. Okay, you think this would be better for our police department? Let's go sit at the table and let's come up with some type of a working system that works with the police union, 
that the citizens that works with the citizens, and we'll train you on our police stuff, education our police stuff, and we'll come up with a working model. But our union's attitude was, I'm going to sue you because it's a change in working conditions. No, it's mm. not. Now you're not at the table. You don't even have a voice, huh? Nope. You don't have hmm. a voice. Oh, this go around? Yeah. No, I don't think so. This thing should have been in place by now, but you yeah. did everything mm-hmm. you could. You were able to manipulate and control the city council to take away the votes for it. And that's what they did. That's exactly what they did. That's what but they it, did. You can't, it's like, I can't vote against you if you putting money in my pocket. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, <laughs> you, you hitting the nail on the head. I'm not going to do that. It's yeah. a, right. you just so, gave, if you just gave me $20,000, there's no way so, I'm going to so, go against so you. So you devoted so much time into trying to show that my, my 25 year marriage was a conflict of interest with my wife being on the city council. However, you are politically backing all these other counselors who can now make decisions regarding the police department. Right. If that is not a conflict of interest, I clear. don't know clear. what yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what's happening. Wow. Well, hey, it's dude, bring it, bring it's it to the deep, conversation. Dude. It is deep, man. This thing, it is, thing is deep. It's what real deep. It is. You know, I think, I think part of the, the issue also is we need more minorities on the police force. Oh, and definitely. it needs to be like Bobby always says, and I totally agree. If you're going to have a certain beat, you need to live in that community, too. Mm-hmm. I was listening on the way up here, and someone made mention of uh, someone back in the day who, white guy, chief, I don't know if he was a chief or what, but he no. knew. Just regular beat offs. Regular well, beat offs. Joe Benton Regular beat offs. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because then they can say, oh, well, you know. Yeah. Officer so and so. Yeah. And, and he can say, yeah, oh, come on, I'm taking you home to your mama right now. Right, I know where your mama stays. Yeah, because there is no way. I was just watching the news and they were interviewing someone on my way out, and the two young young two youth that were walking over there. We're, we're, they interviewed those those young boys. Well, they they didn't interview him yet, but the um I don't know if he was retired or still on the force. White white hair white guy. He was saying how that area. There's no traffic. There's no sidewalk. Right. So lawfully, the police had no right to even say anything to them because it's not against the law. If there's no sidewalk, there's no cars, there's no traffic, and nothing. These young boys walking the hood. How do you expect for my child to be, my teenage child to be walking this, with his partner down the street and have to have a fear of, Oh, here come the policeman. They pulled his pants You're so right, Sansere. You are so right. You know, from a, a yeah. mother's point of view, that that is from our a, biggest fear. Yeah, a mother's point we, of view. We, we fear them turning 16 and driving. We fear them when they're 21 and can really try to get out there trying to be gone. We fear. I fear for my son, now, and he's in his 40s mm-hmm. because of the way that things are, but I thought, you, I thought you was in your 40s. <laughs> 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 hey, the that's, that's my sister. All good. All good. Yeah. Keeping it together. But we yeah, need but, some restructuring take to take place. Yeah. Man. And that defunding and, and, they and, need to find another word for that, Bobby. Yeah, that's yeah, because it's, it's not, not the right totally word. demolishing the, the police force. Right, right. We just want to take some of those monies and invest it where it needs to. Because over in the UK, when they have an issue come up with somebody that's Got them up. They don't send the police. 
they have a special uh, uh, force that goes out there and deals with that. Mm-hmm. And that keeps it down. And economically, come on, if you have these resources for education and have these resources for, for medical issues that come up and all, there's less crime anyway. Right. We don't need you, but, we don't have, yeah, but we don't have nothing. Yeah. You're not giving us a chance to do nothing. And we know that that was the, the whole idea from the very mm-hmm. get-go. And it's been working. But you know what? I'm seeing more white folks out there walking than I do anybody else. Sometimes. Yeah, they're out there walking right now because they don't like what their ancestors have done, you know, and what they continue to see, yeah. you know, in today's time. See, think about it. A lot of these white kids got black kids in their schools and they're doing black stuff. A lot of these white, white kids, kids is doing black stuff. A lot of these white kids, they cousins or uncles or aunts yeah. with somebody black. Yeah, and they listen. They listen <laughs> to, they listen to black music. That's right. They're listening and living yeah. a hip hop and in a, in a black mm-hmm. lifestyle. Yeah. You know, and they're not living in that traditional white lifestyle. Gray haired old white men. You know what I mean? Who are are constantly, uh, you know, just perpetuating some 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 mess. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that's what's taking place. Yep. You know, and it's it's a change because notice here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, when we went out on Brookside, I was out on Brookside, you know, I was in the North Star security car, you know. At the Brookside. (laughs) Out on on Brookside. All right. And uh, I saw tons of whites. Marcus, I was out there with you. We saw each other. We saw tons of white people walking around with black Lives matter signs, yeah. no justice, no peace, yeah. and signs of that nature. And I said, "Wow, look at all of these white, mm-hmm. white people mm-hmm. in the movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in the move, actually standing for a cause." Mm-hmm. Did you also, Bobby, see the young ones? They were like four and five oh, years I old. Them. You know, the little girl. She yeah. was like, "Say his name." Yeah. Whatever she was saying. Yeah. And they, you were know, standing, they were standing for justice. Yes. Yeah. You know, they might not quite understand yeah. the full cost of what no, that means, but, but they know it ain't right. They were right. standing, they know right. for, a cause. They were standing for, for their justice. parents for yeah. bringing them yeah. out there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so exactly. Them. See, when you educate the young mm-hmm. at a young age, you don't have to worry about all that nonsense mm-hmm. foolishness as they grow older because they're going to know the difference. That's yeah. right. But if you practice hate and teach your children hate yeah. and don't hate. See, one thing I know, you can put a bunch of kids out in the playground Little bit on the jungle gym, little bitty kids. They're gonna play together regardless mm-hmm. of what color they are right. until a parent mm-hmm. tells them, Look, you don't play with that kind mm-hmm. right there. Right. Mm-hmm. But 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 you know, even even if you, you, you have people in isolation, you know, and I go back, you know, looking at a little bit of history. Look, I'm from the South, I'm from Mississippi. Straight the out of great, Mississippi. The grace and the one place that you that you're not having protests. Is in Mississippi because Mississippi is still the great state of Mississippi, and <laughs> wow. we would deal with you in a certain kind of way down in Mississippi. You come down here protest. I mean, that's just the reality of it right now. That, I mean, so that's, I mean, it's crazy. Is that so, what it is? So, that's a lie so, about all yeah. states. And so you think about think about this, okay? Think about Jim Crow era and the and the mm-hmm. birth of the civil rights movement, and and people in the South, you know. Standing up peacefully protesting, and, and, and the police are coming with the billy clubs and the water mm-hmm. hoses and sicking dogs mm-hmm. on them for people just standing there peacefully protesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and America stayed silent. They had no idea. A lot of people, unless you were there to see it, they had no idea that those things were taking place. They may have heard about it in yeah. the north, but weren't there to see it. But then all of a sudden, news media started showing up. 
picture mm-hmm. and pictures and 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 mm-hmm. on on the CBS six o'clock news, mm-hmm. you you seeing seeing a sheriff sicking police dogs on little girls and women and and people getting knocked over with water hoses. And all of a sudden, the more conscious of America just woke up like, oh my God, mm-hmm. we got to go do something. Yeah. And then you get the civil rights movement, and then your white allies starting to show up and march along with you side by side. Mm-hmm. That's what has happened is George Floyd murder. Yeah, that's well, what that's has happened. happened. But you, you know, know you gotta, you because gotta, America saw that, and they like, mm-hmm. and I and I watched that video, Bob, and I mm-hmm. and I get yeah, fired up because I'm like, okay, he's not fighting, he can't breathe. All right, cool, roll him over, put him in the car. Take him to jail, and I'm sitting there. Okay, get him up, get him on the side, roll him over, put him in the car, take him to jail. Roll him on the side, put him <laughs> in the car, take him. I'm just sitting yeah, there yeah, watching. What? Okay, he's not fighting, right? And I'm like, okay, this dude is unconscious. Okay, get he him up, knee on the neck. get him up, put him in the car, take him to jail. And I'm watching for two and a half more minutes. I'm like, you just killed this dude. Yeah. The whole yeah, country chill. just saw you do that. Did you notice, Marcus? And, and I don't know if I was the only one and one other person I read about. Um, when the paramedics, when IMSA did come, when the ambulance did come, uh-huh. those were not paramedics. Those were police officers that came and sure. got the body. Huh. And, 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 the body and, they, and put, did you notice that? And they, they look like sheriffs. And yeah. they could have been like yeah. EMTs or trained, something like no, that. Just like, no, no, they like, had on like the same. But sometimes, really? you know, you have guys that are trained to do stuff like that. So, But there were like four of them. I okay. could see if there was one or two. There was like four of them, four and, or five and, of them. And another thing to kind of watch out for, too, is so so you hear this rhetoric about there's no sign of strangulation and, yeah. you know, da 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 Pay attention to the two guys who were on his back. You ever thought about that? The two guys that were on his back. The other, yeah. two, right. the other two, two that you right. can't see, they're on his back. That was holding his legs yeah. down. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's probably why he couldn't break. They crushed yeah. it. Yeah, they crushed yeah. him. So well, I they broke it. They broke him. They yeah. killed him be- before the world. Mm-hmm. The world mm-hmm. saw mm-hmm. Uh, police officers kill him. Where, where it's a different feeling. I can speak for you. I don't know, baby. You're kind of young, but I can speak for me and Bobby because I was what ten years old, and you were maybe eleven when the civil rights movement really started mm-hmm. getting into. I remember. Food. You remember the feelings that we you had know, and seeing it on the black and white you know, TV? You know, you know when you go back to the 60s, when I was protesting as a kid and young people, and my dad was out there yeah. protesting and getting locked up and put in paddywhack for equal rights and civil rights. Mm-hmm. See, one thing I do understand, the civil rights movement were young people. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're all young. It's always been. Martin Martin died at 39 years old. That's right. But all the work he done before that, Mm -hmm. he was young. Malcolm, all Mm -hmm. of them were young men and young women out there in civil rights. And it's always been. That's what we're seeing a resurgence Mm -hmm. of what's Mm -hmm. happening today. Is it a different feeling for you, is my whole point, what I was going to say. Because we lived through that. We were old enough to understand exactly what was going on. You know, here in Tulsa. It's a different thing, but you got that same thing happening in other cities when they were rioting and tear gas on them and a National Guard moving them all back. And it's no different than the water holes being sprayed, you know, on all of them. The difference is there is more of an integrated force. Oh, is, most that definitely. Is, that is now than it was back most then. Most definitely. Because that's of, what, I, of that's social what I was media. trying to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more of an integrated more of force it's just of a that. Feeling because those young people are not as racist 
as them old silver fox mm-hmm. gray-haired men mm-hmm. who yeah. got the money. That's right. You know, all them big-time yeah. people, corporate men, they got the money, and they still got racist ideas. They were racist. Marcus, you come from Mississippi. The great state of Mississippi. The great state of Mississippi. (laughs) All right. And Mississippi has endured a lot of stuff, you know, that some of the other states didn't have to endure. Well, you know what, Bobby, now that you say that, I was born and raised in in Southern California. San Diego. And we went, took a trip. I was like about nine years old. And we took a a trip to Memphis, Tennessee. We're going to have our family reunion. So we went through Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I was amazed because I thought that stuff only happened in the movies where they had the, the, the big corn shucks and, 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 and cotton fields and, and plantations. But wait a minute. And they were actually little shack houses that we passed by on yep. the freeway. And people were sitting out and you could almost see through the shack houses. And I looked at my shotgun daddy. Houses. Shotgun houses. Shotgun houses. Yeah, shotgun. and I looked at my you daddy and was like, what was that? And they go out the back. Exactly. That's right. That's That's right. Then we get to Memphis. We get to Memphis hey, and we're yeah, all straight through. I know that's what a shot. Oh, yeah. Well, we get to Memphis and we're they got some old Quaker over there called Hollywood, Hollywood Park or something like that. I can't really remember. And I remember me and my cousins were out there playing and carrying on, and I got thirsty, so I took off for the um for the water fountain. They broke their necks. My cousins that were there that were from Memphis, mm-hmm. they broke their necks to chase me down and grab me and tell me I could not drink out of that faucet, I, out of that uh, water fountain. I had to go to the other one, and I was like, "Excuse what? What?" And I remember I started crying. You, you California girl. Yeah, huh? well, I mean, it made me cry. Right. It made you cry, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, it made me cry. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I said, no, no, no. And they were serious. Southwell, let me let me chime in here. I think. The difference, and me, somebody who wasn't alive during that first civil rights movement, mm-hmm. I think the difference that we have now is not only the advancement of camera phones and all mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but also we have the knowledge and experience from the 60s. We know what happened. We know what y'all did. Well, we know- I don't know if everybody know what happened from the 60s. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Because they're the not agents. Some people are marching and they know somebody got killed. You know what I mean? And lost their lives. But mm-hmm. they don't know the history of the civil rights movement. They know, you know, we're going to get out here with some signs and we're going to, and there's more people and it's more and more and more. See, let me tell but, you something. Bobby, have you noticed in the media how yeah. they're zeroing in on, on, on awakening people yeah, to that see, fact? They, they're, they're, they're slowly the doing that. The movies but, that they've been playing. But let, me, let me share something with you. Here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, my daddy and the civil rights movement started in the barbershop, right? Right. A, a bunch of men got together, didn't like what the hell was happening. So my daddy and them protested and went up to uh, uh, restaurants, boardings, cafeteria, school board, all this stuff, fighting for civil rights. You know, they wanted equality and to be equal. Now I'm seeing a whole lot of people fighting for civil rights. But I don't think everybody understands what civil rights really is because they don't know the history. See, the Selma and Selma, you know, when they were doing those marches and King mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. and they were holding hands. And mm-hmm. so, see, the civil rights movement is like this. The civil rights movement had Martin. Mm-hmm. It had Malcolm. Mm-hmm. It had the Panthers. Mm-hmm. It had the NAACP, the SCLC. Mm-hmm. It had... <clears throat> Yeah, An abundance right. of various different organizations. Mm-hmm. They were all different, but they were fighting for one particular cause. That was equal rights.
for African American mm-hmm. black people to have rights, mm-hmm. and that's where it's it up. the voting booth. That's where it was so much different, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, the Panthers didn't agree with all what Martin was doing, and Malcolm and Martin didn't mm-hmm. always agree. Mm-hmm. Y'all know they. Uh, uh, Martin was saying, uh, you know, we, we we don't pray about it. You know, we're gonna move for Malcolm say by any means mm-hmm. necessary. So until the younger people get the history, see, that's what's going to help. So you don't think that that um, enough of the history, the, the young movement now knows enough of the history? I don't. I think we got an abundance of a lot of people who know about the history, but I don't think so. all of them thousands and thousands and thousands of people don't actually know the history, but they know something ain't right. Yeah. 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 See, they know something, right. they know something right. ain't mm-hmm. right. So yeah. I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Watch somebody get killed. Right. Watch yeah. somebody get killed. Right. Basically exactly. on live. Exactly. Yeah. Live. Yeah. 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 Watch somebody. Yeah. That ain't right. Yeah. And they're gonna stand for right. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking right now. But I'm hoping and praying that it won't stop. Yeah. yeah. That protests won't stop. They'll protest yeah. whatever is against yeah. African American people. Mm-hmm. You know, to help us better ourselves because we're only 14 percent, like I always say, mm-hmm. and we. Got to start doing something like you say, Baxter, for ourselves. Yeah, we got to take care of We can't just expect everybody to do something for us. Mm-hmm. We got to go back to that Black Wall Street way of life. Build yeah, our okay. own. Every other race. Protect ourselves. Every other race do it. All other races do it. Yeah. Healthcare ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Other races well, I, do it. I don't know if this has been covered or not, but I have a question for you, Marcus. And I'm wondering, what is the, if you could share, even if you know, what is the talk in the locker room at the police department? I mean, the majority of... Cause, that you know, ain't going to talk around Marcus. When we say talk around the locker room, what pertaining to? I mean, with, uh, what are their feelings about um, how people are feeling are you talking about, with about the, going the police? On? Well, about the police and the defunding and they need to be retrained and uh, how do they... Do you hear any comments about, man, you know, I don't think, I think well, the training we get is just fine. You know, but it's well, like I said earlier, you know, you, you have a part of the force that you can, I'm telling you, you can, can put an IV in them and in the IV solution is cultural awareness and diversity training and da, 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 and you can run it all through their system, but it's still not going to change where they are. Okay. And and, and like a blood transfusion, but, 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 but saying that, and if it is in them, then surely they've been uh, reported on. Surely somebody has called and, it, and it, complained about. You know, it. No, surely not, not necessarily. Because, really? No, it, because because I mean, just because, it, and, and and it doesn't mean that that officer is a racist officer. But you know, it's just that right. you know, I, I man, I pull you over and you got five violations. I will write you seven tickets. I mean. You know, or instead of cutting you a break, I take you to jail for you know crossing against the crosswalk. You know, but it's it's but it's by the choice. Thing, the thing, huh? see, it's, yeah, they got it's, discretion. It's the, it's the culture. It's the culture it's of policing. It's the culture that we have to fight right. that we're fighting against. We're not fighting against individual police officers. It's the culture because what happens? I'm gonna tell you, when I was a rookie, mm-hmm. and I write you every ticket I could find. I was looking up. Violations. <laughs> that's what I mean, I mean, that's what I, that's what I, yeah, that's what, that's what I did because, because what happens is you're put into this system and you're like, okay, you know, I, not that I want to impress, but I'm a rookie and it's my job to take people to jail and write tickets and 
go to as many calls as possible and then chase people and get in the high speed chase because that's what that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and then all of a sudden something just clicks and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, you went into an environment where officers, veteran officers, black officers said, wait a minute. Yeah. Don't do that. And you start listening. Yeah. Because me too. When I first got there, man, I went. Get to closer to the mic. I went to jail five times a day. What do you I mean, mean you went to jail? Arresting five times. people. Oh, okay. So I, better, I, better, I, and I didn't care. You I'm better chasing, not have no seatbelt ticket out. I was chasing arrest. I was really? chasing arrest. I was. Yeah, I didn't care about what, how it affect you. All I cared about, I'm getting these arrests, and that's what everybody else cared about. Getting your I'm, numbers up because I'm gonna be on the list. And they're gonna pat me on warrants, my shoulder. Warrantless. I, I I had yeah. a book. Yeah. A warrants book. Marcus knows what that yeah. is back then. Yeah. And yeah. we were looking at warrants book. Who got warrants? Bobby Eaton got five. Oh, well, no. Guess, who, guess, where, five. guess where I'm going? <laughs> yeah. guess, where, guess where I'm going that day? <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, you. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going to Bobby's house. I'm going to get Bobby. I'm going to get Bobby. That's the way it was. Yeah. And so and so so the thing is. You know, when, when I say you, you, you're fighting the culture. the culture, it's the culture of police that you're fighting against, you know, and it's not all about running and chasing and hopping fences and doing this, you know, right. it, it, it's about building relationships because, mm-hmm. you know, you should be able to call me and say, hey, look here, I got a drug right. house over here. And it's, it's, these phone calls happen all the time. I got a drug house in my neighborhood. Da, da, da. What do I need to do? Right. Hey, I got some guys that like to chase that stuff and, and work that neighborhood. I'm going to put them on it and I'll give them a exactly. call. And that's what I do, you know, and we'll try to deal with their problem, you know. And so so it's like, but but in the meantime, you know, you got these young officers out here, white, black, from, from LGBTQ, Asian, Hispanic, that are out here doing some good work and, and, and trying to build those relationships. It just takes time. It takes yeah. for them to do it. It takes time. Like yeah. nobody knew me when I moved here. I didn't come here with a with a with a with a with a with a, with a established name. I'm not I'm not a Tisdale, I'm not a Dyer, I'm not a mm-hmm. Finley, I'm not a Blade. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew me. I'm from Mr. I'm from the great state of Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, 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 nobody knew me. Nobody yeah. knew me. Yeah. And so, yeah. but the so great I, yeah, so I had to build that reputation up over time and build those relationships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and so like I, I, I tell people like we was here last time. Man, you know, when I first got on, I was working at Central High School, my little part-time job. I was working in security. And Corey Green, the owns Cajun boy. Man, I done chased Corey out the hall so many times when he was in high school. <laughs> but, but look at Corey now. Yeah. You know, and then a lot of them kids from then I work for the city and I see them around or whatever. They, they used to call me Debo back in the day. Debo. I could be, be in Walmart in South Tulsa in the middle of the night and somebody go, Hey, Debo! And I know it's one of them kids from Central. You know, they used to run out the hallway. Debo you know? off a the have, Yeah, they have all their kids with them and stuff, but it's about building them relationships with yeah. people, yeah. you know, to where it's like, hey, boom. And, and now, you know, and Corey has his food truck. I got a food truck now. Yeah. And so I go to him for some advice and stuff like that. So what you think about this? What you think about that? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just... Y'all got a good relationship. Yeah. 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 That's how it was amongst yeah. everyone back in yeah. uh, 1921. Yeah, yeah right. Before they yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what yeah. it was. So, so they, 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 they helped each other. Yeah. They helped uh, each other. I mean, if you were building a house, somebody would come over there and help you build your house. They bartered, they trade, they did everything. Yeah. Back in the block, yeah. back Wall Street way, yeah. and even back, I'm gonna say back in the '60s and '70s, yeah. here in North Tulsa, oh, really? we didn't have to go nowhere. We stayed in North Tulsa because North Tulsa had several grocery stores, 
several movie theaters, all kind of eating places, well, entertainment you know, venues. In 74, when I came here, there was all of that. We didn't that. have to go nowhere. Dillard's and all that, record that's stores true. and all of that were right here in this community. Taxi cab services, everything. Yeah, right true. here. You didn't have to go nowhere. We, I, we didn't even go south. Nobody went south. If you went south, you were special. You know what mm. I mean? Because everything was over here. You know, wow. right, the the, the strip center next to McLean, yep. you know, Northridge, the strip, strips, mm-hmm. there were three or four nightclubs up in there. The McLean shopping center across the street had a grocery store down on the end down there, mm-hmm. Safeway, uh, Homeland Security. Yeah. Man, we had so much stuff. You, We had about all kind of big mm-hmm. Entertainers would come to the Rose Room and all yeah. of the, the Blue Moon Hill, wow. all of these superstar, uh, legendary Ray Charles and Ike and Tina Turner's and all of them would be right here in North Offa, wow. you know, wow. and the history has been erased. A lot of those buildings have been condemned and a lot of us has moved and went out south. We left Grandma's and them house. And all the family homes and businesses, we didn't continue to build that legacy and keep mm-hmm. it alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. but slowly and surely, though, it's coming back, Bobby. Yeah. That's right there. Well, blacks got to make it come it's, back. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? There's some work being done. But you know, Marcus, what it's I just, see in North Talk, I see whites, men, and big old coming one, over here. 150 trucks mm-hmm. coming over mm-hmm. here looking at property, buying mm-hmm. up property. Even where I live right here, a lot of a white man has built, have, have Bought up a whole lot of property. Really? Yeah, they buying a property here in North Tulsa because it's so cheap. This is like a diamond in the rough. I know that, you but know, I thought most of this was black owned. No, black people are selling their property that don't have homes on them anymore. They're selling that property. Mm-hmm. And what happens is white people are buying them up, mm-hmm. or Hispanic mm-hmm. people prime real estate are, up are, here. are buying them up. And what they end up doing... White man, he'll get a Hispanic crew to come on, put that new roof on and everything, and then he'll have rental property, and he'll rent it out. You're right. That's what happens. That's what's going on here. So, therefore, there are no cleaners being built. Mm -hmm. There are no grocery stores being built. Mm -hmm. There are no mechanic shops and all of that. I mean, it ain't too much. You know, uh, well, I hope it comes. It's right there. I hope it comes. Because we need some economic development Mm -hmm. in our community. You know, you see the big boys coming. Like I said earlier, the quick trips oh, and the burglar, the quick, quick trips and all oh, that's for the white folks. The yeah, quick, quick trips, big boys too. Well, that's a big boy, Tesla. Oh, the car yeah, dealership. Yeah, yeah. You know, B- BMX, Tesla. All yeah, that's, BMX, the, that's the white folks bringing. And they you stuff best in. believe they're gonna be bringing white folks in from all over that's the country where they instead of just concentrating on 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 yeah, uh, hiring us. Yeah. But deep north, out there by McLean. You know, out there in the in the hoods and stuff, you don't see too much development taking place out there. Economic, you Not know, you yet. know, there they say there are thirty three thousand people in District One, right in North Tulsa. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Do you know little towns like Sperry and Bigsby got more economic development than we do, and they got less people. They got Walmarts. They got all kinds of they stuff. Predominantly people, white though. They, but I'm just saying. Economic development, we don't have it. They got it in the place. But see, you know, they got it. But see, but when, like, like, when you look at how Bixby has exploded, you know, it's that's a whole town, like Bixby and Jinx and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's different when 
you know, you have a part of Tulsa. And so when people started moving to the suburbs and started building houses down in Bixby, Bixby wasn't, you didn't have all the stuff down there. But as that population started to move that way, money now that money started going down there. And now, okay, let me build up. Let me build a quick chip. Okay, now we got to build a grocery store. Okay, we got to build the Mercedes dealership. Let's do that. Let's do this. Ain't, ain't nobody you moving know? over here. Yeah. And, Economic and, yeah. development. Now, people are starting to move back. To okay. And so, and so you, you, you figure, okay, you know, you know, what needs, I mean, I try to stay out the political stuff. I do, I'm a policeman. That's what I know how to do, mm-hmm. you know, but I kind of hear what's going on and see what's going on. And yeah. I know there's a grocery store coming. I mean, they're like right there on the ground breaking on the grocery store. Yeah, I heard about it. But, but everybody store. always says, well, I want to, I want a neighborhood Walmart. I want a Reese's. I want this one. No, they're not coming. They've been telling us for years. Yeah. They're not they coming up, show up. No. And if you look at it around the country, nobody's building grocery stores like that around the country. Yeah. They're building your smaller style grocery stores because think about it. Everybody in this room, we can get in our car and go to any grocery store in this city. They got chicken breasts on sale. That's a whole food at 41st. I can drive it and get me some chicken. But the difference about that is, well, I can go somewhere else. And but get Marcus, something the else. difference about that is that tax dollars are going to them. I understand that. And but, see, we're not getting but, any of those no, tax but, but, dollars. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that when we when we come to build that grocery store here, it's for that the community here. And the you tax know, dollars so, are going to so stay here. So I can yeah. walk from your store and mm-hmm. go over here and get me a bag of oranges right. and come walk back right. get some exercise. And yeah. it's, it's yeah. for the people that don't have the access mm-hmm. to get all around town. Vegetables and things and, like yeah, that. Exactly. I understand that. Exactly. That's, a, that's a good thing, but that, exactly. that, that tax, tax dollars stay here. Right yeah. here and so so when, when they build this BMX facility, that's, that's going to be the Olympic, the Olympics. Not just something that people be jumping in, like the Olympic training facility for probably one of the largest growing sports in, this, in, in the country. So you get that there, other stuff comes in. That tax dollars right there on Greenwood, on Lansing, but, and in this community. But look at this. Those white people going to move down there. Thank oh, you. Right. And they're going to, they already, they already doing that way in advance. And they saying, we got to get us a spot down here. We're going to have to get this down here. We're going to buy up this. They're building stuff on the corners and buildings. and They're, they're going to move down there. And, they're gonna, and if we're not careful, they will take over Greenwood as we once knew it. And it's the culture will be destroyed. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I go down that way and, I see, and I see lefties, you know, mm-hmm. making all the money for the nightclub and the spot and the restaurant, more so they make more money than probably the retro. You know what I mean? And and you got those type of biz- fat guys make burger, 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 burgers yep. and make all this money. These are white people coming down in the black community. Drill a stadium right there. Yep. White people coming all off in there and moving you slowly out so of there. What is the solution? What's that? What does Quick Trip bring to North Tulsa? Okay, let me hear you. I'm going to tell no, wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to tell I'm you. Coming to the black community. They don't, that's what I was going to say. That is the number one quick trip what do they bring in the country. What do they bring up? North, Pe- North uh, right here, Peoria and Pine. The reason get? I know is because I talked to one of the district men. It's the number one. There is so much uh, consumer money going to that quick trip right at Pine and Peoria every day. How does it help us? Do. It don't help asking. us because they're not giving anything back. Exactly. Burger King and all of them, they're not giving anything back. To the community. Popeyes. What Popeyes. do they give back? Huh? What do they give back? Don't give so nothing that's back. We need that strategy to make people who want to operate their business in our yeah. communities contribute to our community, contribute to our safety and well-being and, well, and the prosperity. You got to reinvest in black 
com- black product. Exactly. See, you got to come over here to eat media services and help us build a brand and help Negro Spiritual and help uh, uh, North Star Security and all of these Get different black ourselves. black businesses and invest in them. Yeah. You know, because I always yeah. say this to a lot of people. I say, wow, y'all will run up to Channel 6 and you'll run to Fox 23 and you'll go to Channel 8 and you'll go to everybody. But when you come to your black media sources, when you come to Black Wall Street Times and tell your story and, and eat media services and Oklahoma Eagle and, you know, Tulsa Star and Greenwood Tribune and all these local, will you do that before you jump off in there and be smiling and grinning in their faces? Will you come over and tell us your stories first? We're African-American media. media, And that's what we need. So how can we grow the brand and build ourselves if we don't have no financial help and we just struggling every day to make sure things operate and move because we tell our stories our way. Yeah. And I'm just being real about it. You know, and that's what it is. Back in the day, Oklahoma Eagle used to be flourishing. But back in the day, we had black-owned uh, bank, too. Yeah, we had black-owned businesses, period. Mm-hmm. But, you know. That's what's lacking, too. You know, banks, that's what it was. How can you get a loan banks, to yeah. help you do anything? You know, but you, you got to invest black. Yeah. You have to. You know, we got a lot of black businesses right here in North Tulsa, mm-hmm. and we'll pass them up to go spend our money out south mm-hmm. to a white businesses that carry in the same thing. We do that all the time. Why do you think that is? Because we're conditioned that white man's ice is colder than black man's ice. Oh, same. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't hear you. Yeah, you ain't got no microphone. So. Yeah, what you say? What, what you want to say, Daddy? What you say? Yeah. Come on over here where yeah, they can hear you. You know, oh, my daddy's getting ready to get on the phone and say a couple of things. You got to some wisdom. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can't hear you over there on the sofa. <laughs> you know, over there on sofa. What, what were you saying? You put that microphone up to his mouth, uh, Dean, so they can hear him. What did you say? Yeah, turn, around. turn around, Daddy. Uh, Get in front of that okay. microphone right there. Come forward. You all got a problem, okay? You Here got you a go. problem to deal with that we didn't have to deal with. Okay. Which is, this was still black in Tulsa. Yeah. You got white folks all over. You don't look in your back door. Yeah, I know. Right down the street from that. Oh, they they everywhere. See, so when you begin to talk about putting this unity together, they you don't see these white people that have moved over here still don't not in any still not in any black places. Uh huh. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. No black facilities. They don't believe in making you rich. They also have put in here undesirables. Hmm. Riding bicycles by your house to see what they see that's outside. Come back in the night. There's no motor to start up to alarm you. See what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They are putting their strategy. They're putting their strategy down. Mm-hmm. You all have to look, look at what we did back there. But we made a lot of mistakes because we didn't have a prior history from which to draw. Mm-hmm. But you all got that history, which you can draw from and make much stronger and better than we were able to do it. So that's really all I want to say. But mm-hmm. you got to get together and do that planning, just like they do. They they, they say yeah. if you if you get into politics like you should, and I'm still talking about life, 
say they were playing with you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, <laughs> they're playing on you. <laughs> they're playing on you. They're playing yeah. on you. Yeah. You got to be there. Well, that's with your, right. With your agenda. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break. Hey, we got a couple of people who are uh, uh, not with us right now, but we're going to come yeah, right back. Right. You know, we're going to take a, got a couple of, we got to pay the we bills. We still got more, more, more time. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. Last stop, lawn maintenance and landscaping is hiring today. Must have a valid driver's license and must have a two years verifiable experience mowing and lawn maintenance with the company. Strict attendance policy is required. Honest, dependable, and team oriented. No sex offenses or crime against children. Must apply online at www.laststoplawnmaintenance.com. Apply today. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832 642-1554 642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Ladies and gentlemen, the all-new KBOB 89.9 FM, Black on Black Community Radio. I might as well drop a drop a little something on your hold up. Belly Bear, Messy Mika, Sunshine, Sunshine, Randall Lopez, Oatman, and DJ Perfecto. Yep, that's my crew. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up every morning with your morning crew from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the all-new 89.9 FM Community Radio. KBOB. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Lester Troutman. It's that Troutman. From the And when we in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we always listen to... Hey, Bob and Black Power. This is the Prince of Pan-Africanism, Dr. Umar Johnson. Whenever I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm listening to The Bobby Eaton Show, 89.9 FM KBOB, for news, information, and critical analysis. The Bobby Eaton Show, that's where Dr. Umar hangs out. Hey, this is Ralph Johnson, the first one in fire, and whenever I'm in Tulsa, I'm tuning in to KBOB 89.9 on the FM. Oh, yeah, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories, are we? Want you guys uh, keep in mind that we're located at 1533 North Norfolk Avenue here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We are taking donations, so uh, you can email us at eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. Let me turn this down a little bit. And, hey, I want to welcome back Sansa Ray. Sansa Ray been on the show, you know, and Negro Spiritual in the house. My daddy made a few few announcements, all right, public service announcements, you know, a lot of good information, but stop Mm -hmm. by 1533 North Norfolk, Eden Media Services, where we tell our stories our way. Want to let you guys know, we got several different shows over here now. Uh, What we got going on? Let's see. Today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Okay, let's Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, every morning from 7 to 9, it's the Belly Vale Morning Show. You know, we just lost Belly Vale not too long ago, but uh, his crew decided to continue on Amen. With, his morning, with his morning show. All right. And uh, we That's just want to thank them. They just said, hey, yeah. we're not going to quit. He would have wanted it to continue. Yeah. So, Belly Vale Morning Show from 7 to 9. Uh, tomorrow night, Juice Radio Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Starting yeah. at 6 o'clock, six, yeah. you know, 6 to 8, One Juice Radio Show. Fridays are going to be Funky Friday, so we're going to take oh, a, going back we're to going the back Funky, to Friday. funky Fridays. But Funky yeah. Fridays are going to be entailed as we're able to social gather again. Yeah. We're going to have live broadcasts with barbecues and, and a DJ outside and live, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you can come through 6 o'clock p.m. every Friday, bring some meat to put on the grill, hey, now. you know, or yeah. some, something you want to do, some cards, some dominoes, whatever. Uh, I think next things, your next Funky Friday is on a uh, Trump rally day. Oh uh, yeah, man! That, <laughs> man. Did you hear about that? Yeah, Trump coming here on I June on Juneteenth. First stop on Juneteenth. First stop on Juneteenth. I am so anticipating oh, how I'm many people are going to be that. there. It's going to be a lot of people protesting and a lot yes. of people coming to support him. You know, mm-hmm. so you know this is a red state, so I expect it to be packed for him. You know, you and so? I think it's going to be more packed for protesters, you know, because I think some young people are going to show young up. people, yeah. They're going to show up. So mm-hmm. that's what's going to be happening. So on June 10th, that's, that's an insult, you know. Huh? That's an insult. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. When it I is an it insult. Yeah. Yeah. And did you hear the little um, apology that uh, the mayor gave, E.T. Bynum, whatever his name? G.T.? G.T. No, what <laughs> did he, what did he wrong? say? He said he... He so he must apologize of the comment that he made 
about it being more about drugs than, you know, a human life, you know, Terrence Crutcher's life. And, well, he didn't know, say it was more about drugs versus his life. He said yeah. it was more about drugs versus racism. Oh, okay. Well, he was apologizing. So I caught the last little bit of that too. It'd be no, all over the place. But that's no, what that's no. what you heard in his apology. That's uh, not what he said on the show then when he addressed it on CBS or NBC. Yeah, it was nationwide. Yeah, he said okay, that it, it was more about drugs versus anything to do with racism. So if he <laughs> if he didn't address racism in that apology, yeah. then that, that I don't think that is a I don't think he that. did. I think he just yeah, said a he, human life or something like that. He said Terrence Crutcher was on drugs, man. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. You did. know, and that's why he lost his life, basically. Mm-hmm. So that means any anybody the police encounter on drugs, that that's the outcome. Yeah, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be. But you can tell mm-hmm. they're shooting us and they're killing us. Yep. You know what I mean? They're not, I mean, yep. they're not tasing us or they're not doing, you know, they're shooting us and killing Less us, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're killing us, man. Come on, yep. let's be for yep. real. Mm-hmm. You know, they're killing us for jogging. They're killing us for, you know, just little Women, black women minimal. laying in their bed. Yeah, yes. black women laying in their house. Yes. And they're yes. killing them, shooting yeah, yeah, busting in the no the no knock bust in and, yeah. and hear who you looking for is already in jail. Right. At the wrong resident. Wrong yes, resident. Wrong resident. You know, just shooting and killing. It's yeah. true, yeah, man. They yeah. just they're doing too much. Like yeah. you say, too much. They're doing well, too know, much. Yeah. We gotta take care of us. We gotta have our you own protection. Yeah, I, I, I was how can you have an impact on alleviating it? Well, my solution is with us being the minority of people, it's like you said earlier, Baxter, one thing black people need to go back to the black Wall Street way and take care of ourselves. That's one way. And and what we call good white people need to charge up to all the bad white people, not be fearful and scared to do it, not just talk about it. Yeah. They need to get out and do it. And then on top of that, we need to get we need to get out and vote yeah. so we can start changing policy. Mm-hmm. So when you start charge changing policy, and you know stuff what like people that, don't have, don't realize. Um, somebody on Oprah's little show last night, I was looking at it. Um, she had various guests on there. They were virtually talking about the issues, and uh, someone I can't remember who it was said, "We as black people got to understand too. This little tidbit: our money is our vote. The vote, mm-hmm. is, the vote is our money." That's how we start to change things at the city-state level. We yeah. got to get out there and put people in place that we know are going to, you know, adhere to the needs of the community. Right we now, we got to follow don't. the blueprint. Like we yes. were talking about the FOP earlier. Uh-huh. When they back certain people, those people are not going to vote against them because mm-hmm. they know they're behind them. Yeah. Right. If we, right. as mm-hmm. the black community, were yes. backing certain people who are in those offices. They cannot vote against our interests because they are funded. But we don't have nobody in there that we like. We can't. We got now. Now today, two black men just put in their uh, candidacy to run for mayor. Who are they? Greg Robinson. All right, we heard about Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Rico Wright. Rico's running for what position? Mayor. Both of them are Both running, of them against, running. Oh my goodness. against the fame GT that we've been talking about. So Greg so Rico's Robinson, running too. Dr. Rico Wright. And, and Greg, Greg Robinson the second running for mayor, mayor of Tulsa. They have a primary, don't they? Mm-hmm. You gotta get close. I'm to waiting the for the debate. You gotta get close. Yeah, to the they, mic. Just, they have a primary. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it means that somebody's gonna get eliminated. Right. Yeah. Somebody gives. Well, I don't know what party these guys are running under. Mm-hmm. 
So we may because be assuming. They run under, so it may be under three different parties, and then there you have, be, you know, yeah, we may be assuming. But oh, that'll take away from. That'll take away see, from. You see, uh, again, that's that's uh, already been established. What happened? Uh, Joe Williams. Is he, he running Joe Williams? He's running for Osage County Commission. Yeah, well, he ran for mayor. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. A long and time you, ago. And you're, yeah, yeah. Brother, yeah. Okay. But look, mm-hmm. when he ran for mayor, it was completely open. Yeah. And just about 27 white people filed to run for mayor. Hmm. That's a and lot. And he was the only one had blacks had any kind of unity. Joe Williams was supposed to be the mayor of Tulsa. But mm. that's the problem. You know, we don't have enough unity to get behind. Because, see, a lot of times black people decide who's going to get elected. If we get up, that's, we how, get up. that's how Obama got in. That's right. Because black people got out there and voted. Mm-hmm. You know, when we don't mm-hmm. vote. What Joe Biden say, uh, black people been keeping him in office forever, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that what he said? The black, the yeah. black he vote. Lying. He wasn't lying. He wasn't black lying. people been keeping him in office. Yeah. That time. black, that mm-hmm. black vote. He said, yeah. if you ain't, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. You ain't black. And the yeah. people put that out of context. Mm-hmm. I know when I what first heard that idea, I, I was like, how yeah. else can you take it? If yeah. you don't vote for him, you're not black. He just told you. <laughs> yeah. How else you gonna take it? Yeah. Right. You I take mean, it for face value for what it is, right? He said it. If you yeah. don't vote for me, you're not black, you meaning black. you something you else. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said it. So. People apologize after they be saying some stuff. He apologized because he knew he said, said something sounded crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, well, that wasn't crazy, though, based mm-hmm. upon yes. the alternative. Yeah, right. If exactly. You vote for him. You really in bad shape. Trouble. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, yeah. this is one thing that voting, it don't matter who you vote for, who you don't vote for. For me, at, when this election comes, first it matters of all, to me. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I know, but I'm mm-hmm. telling you the story. So you're going okay, to listen, listen to what you're listening to. Okay. This, okay, Negro Spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Negro Spirit. Okay. Let, me, let me explain something to y'all. If Trump wasn't the president right now who had come out here doing all the stuff he's done and claiming to be the law and order president, we would not be having this revolution that we have in this now. conversations that we have. If yeah, if I, Hillary I was him. there, yeah. if Hillary was there, it would be more passive. If, and everybody's all passive. We got the first one. I believe people still would be shot and Trump kind of did us a favor. That's what I'm you know saying. what I mean? He brought some yeah, consciousness yeah. to yeah. us and made us like, yeah. woo! Everybody's like, this we got a clan. We got a clan from the next as a president. Yeah. We never you know it was this bad. We've no. been telling y'all it's this bad yeah. for the longest before he got elected. Yeah. Right. Racism started before it. Trump was elected. Black Lives Matter started before he was elected. Obama mm-hmm. was in office. Yeah, and we've been telling y'all this stuff now, and that's Democrats. It's now. showing up right now. Now, if yep. if he loses, the if Trump loses and we get Joe Biden in there, people are gonna be like, okay, now everything's better. We want no, it's not better. No, we got. I don't think I want to do. I don't think that tear down and destruction of the the fabric of America to be broken wide and everybody see the inside, see the bones and see like, damn, this is for, this is really ugly. This is really as bad as like he's talking about how Mississippi was. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really, yeah. it's Marcus really that, it's really that, that bad. Yeah. yeah. And, and but it, it, it's shifted and migrated in different ways to to where it's covert racism instead of overt racism mm-hmm. and the sy- systematic aspect of it is is crushing us. Mm-hmm. 
but people, we, they're like, well, we all have the same opportunity. No, we don't. We all have, we all have the same resources. No, we don't. No, we, we, all, don't. we all have the police protecting and serving us. No, we, no, we don't. don't. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but if we have, uh, uh, that, it's not we. If yeah. we have that, that, that Democrat, mm. I'm an independent. If we have that, that Democratic president who's going to make everything great. I don't believe mm. that the Democrats yeah. are just perfect. Uh, people, yes. you know, human and, beings, so yes, not right. I think there's a lot of, lot, of, lot of flaws with Democrats, yes, but, I, but I think it's more Republicans. Yeah, it is. Because Republicans so. don't see the narrative of how to help minority people. Because That's the, because, as, yeah. as, as you all were saying, that money talks. Money talks. And when they're backing it, if like if we as a community did back someone, that that kind of makes. I'm not going to vote against you. I'm not going to vote against you. That's yeah. how a and they stay in office. Capitalistic they, system they live in office yeah. like Who that. got the capital makes the that's rules. Right. So, they do. So that's yeah. why that's why it doesn't matter. That's why I'm independent because I I don't trust the blue. I don't trust the red. I, y'all I can't trust neither one of y'all. Y'all ain't never done good for what I don't why why. And but because case, it's on such a, a level as it is, we have to stand for uh, uh, against what's in there now. Now listen to me. I just told you. Now well, when now now when it's gonna go back to the old yeah. racism, mm-hmm. the damage y'all think no, the damage no, has no, been no, done no, enough. No, no, yeah. No. It has to be broken. It just started to crack. It yeah. ain't break. It ain't break it. It just started to crack, and everybody can't take it. It's a well, fraction. We have to be consistent with what's broken. taking place right now. This topics that we're talking about these days have to be continuing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't stop can't talking stop about it. it. But you gotta keep. You yeah. gotta keep it on mm-hmm. people's mind. You gotta talk about racism. No matter who's in office, you gotta talk about it. I would rather talk about it with Biden in office than I do with Trump in office. Well, the white the white people who are on our side now talking about it be that angry, that aggravated, frustrated. Right, he wasn't there. Yeah. Do you think if not on the level that it is? The white people who are fighting mad ain't nothing gonna change on the federal level, state level until white people change. Yeah, right. Let me okay. just say this: okay. things happen for a reason. They do all happen for a reason. That man is in office yeah. right now yeah. to bring about yeah. this change. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is what had to happen. Do you think it's over? Do you think it's over? Is the change? No. It is not over. Now we got. What are we at? June, July. We can always agree to disagree. You know what I mean? But I want to thank you, man. Negro Spiritual for showing up. Woo! You know, woo! You know I'm going to be here on be here. And, and yeah. 9.9. Every Sunday night, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 8, 8, 8, 8, 8 p.m. The night shift. Yeah. night shift. That's right. one thing. Huh? You remember the golden rule. What? Evil has the gold. Say that into the blue. Say that into the microphone. Who has the gold makes the rule. There you go. Hey, hey, Sonsray. Good seeing you back. Seeing you, seeing you back. And I want to thank, I want to thank everybody who tuned in to to the show. Thank Marcus Harper, Nehemiah Frank. All yes, of the crew, Dean Finley, everybody yeah. who was here. Keep yeah. in mind that, hey, you can stop by 1533 North Norfolk, and this is the Bobby Eaton Show. We want you, hey, want you guys to go to KBOB899.com. Again, it's KBOB899.com. That's our website. You know, Say that five you, times real fast. <laughs> KBOB. And hey, look us up, check us out, get with us. We are taking donations over here. That's right. We need to build that build that brand. Come help Mm -hmm. us. Juice Radio Show. 
All right. Until the next time, we want you to have a good one and stay black, okay? That's right. That's what we do. <laughs> Send some black things, everyone, until we see you on the radio again. I love you. Bye-bye. All right. Ralph Johnson, the Virgin Empire, and whenever I'm in Tulsa, I'm tuned in to KPOB 89.9 on the FM.
All right, y'all. We are back. This is the Juice Radio Show. Um, so let's let's get back into what we were talking about. Um, we were getting a little bit of insight on this weekend and how everybody felt. Um, I asked the question of what does I'm sorry. Give me one moment. Let me go. Okay, I asked the question of what do you think the solution is to tackling police brutality in the black community, and do you feel protesting will create a solution or more problems? And if so, how? So I'm gonna let y'all, you know, do y'all thing on that. Does anybody have any feedback for me? Um, I I just want to um kind of hop in where where Wayne was talking about um he doesn't feel like that uh you know looting dissolves anything. I would have to agree. I don't think looting solves anything. And I think we were just saying before we went off break that uh well I was saying specifically that you know um even though looting doesn't solve anything and even though um, some people may be against protests or some people may be against certain things. Yeah. Um, everybody has a place in, in trying to fight what we're trying to fight right now. You may not be one of the people that want to go out there and be a part of the protest, want to go out there on the front lines. Maybe the best thing you can do is just use your voice at home, you know, and right. just educate people in your family about it. And just, you know, everybody has a place. Everybody doesn't, isn't supposed to be out there. You know, so that, that, but the point that I'm making is that Try not to judge how black people mourn. Try not to judge how black people protest. Try not to judge how black people respond to being um, killed over and over by police. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's responding to to it differently. And honestly, I'm not mad. And and no way nobody's responding to it because an innocent man lost his life. And if that was your life, wouldn't you want the whole world to avenge your death too? So, so somebody lost, if I lost if I lost my life in the same way that George Floyd lost his life, and I knew that the whole world had stopped for me, and people were looting and burning buildings down and doing crazy stuff, I'd be pretty hyped. Yeah, I'd be like, that, that's kind of dope. You know what I mean? So I think that we are, even though that's wrong, still, at least we are showing that we cared about an innocent black man's life being taken away wrongfully. Uh, yeah, I feel like if you're not... Uh on the ground kind of fighter, like mm-hmm. out there doing the protest, blah, blah, blah. There has to be some kind of effort. So instead of just reposting something or like, you know, there has to be some kind of, there has to be some sense of like, I care about this and I want, I want it to change because it could be you, it could be your dad, it could be mm-hmm. your brother, you, you know, so, or sister, whatever. So, I'm, you know, I just think, you know, we got to do something, whether we, we go into the city council members and saying what we got to say, going to the police officers, um, chief of police, whatever, saying what we got to say, and, you know, making our mark on the world, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And you bring up another good point that, um, you know, we got to also try to be careful not to judge other people. And, you know, it's so easy to tell somebody else, you're not posting anything, or you just posted a selfie, and you should have yeah. posted a black square. Yeah. People are doing that, you know what I mean? And so I feel like it don't matter how bad the world looks, it don't matter how good the world looks. Everybody's not going to do what you want them to do. <laughs> the world could be very well ending. And just because somebody don't want to tweet about it or they don't want to post about it, we really got to just learn that everybody is dealing with things in their own way and nobody's dealing with it the same way. And um, again, it don't matter how bad the world looks. Everybody's not going to deal with it the same way. Yeah. Everybody, so we got to cut that out because everybody's not going to post a black square. Everybody's not going to go to a protest. That's okay. Again, everybody's going to deal with it their own way. And I just feel like we just need to respect that. I agree. 
Yeah. Okay, so does anybody else have anything to say or we gonna move on? Okay, we move oh, we got, you know, our girl I mean, I'm sorry, I was gonna say Illy Red. <laughs> I'll let you introduce yourself. Let everybody know. Yeah, it's ITM and yeah, I just came here two minutes ago, but I'm here now, so what's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? Have you uh been to any protests or you've been watching everything that's going on? I've definitely been watching and I mean kind of like what he was saying like um, I really think it's, it is really beautiful to see people coming together and everything like that but I wish I was at the protest hopefully they have another one soon and I'll definitely be there but yeah I mean I've been watching for sure yeah so um let's talk about why the National Guard came to, to Tulsa or to town so why do you guys think that the National Guard came to to Tulsa Killer, can you tell us more about that? Okay. <laughs> well, so on the night of the riot in front of the mall, they had called National Guard to come in and help out with the help help the police out because I guess they had got too crazy and whatnot. And from what I've heard was that they had tanks. They had tanks rolling down the street because people I guess people had broken to a jewelry store mm-hmm. and started stealing stuff out the jewelry store. And so they called like the National Guardian and the National Guard was out there till about three or four o'clock in the morning. And then after that, that's that's really just about it. And so. So National Guard will, will probably in most cases only come out whenever things become federal. So when things become like a federal issue, meaning like basically when, when we mess with their money, we mess with government money or, you know, money, then they, they come out because they, they don't just mess with their money. But that's when we make most changes when you mess with their money because then they're present, you know. But, I mean, that's why I think they came out is because, I mean, we were planning. We, we didn't destroy them all, but there was other businesses that was destroyed, you know. So it's a banking system for the United States and most businesses obviously, you know, provide money or whatever. So yeah. When you must stay money then they gonna show up. I can I can see that. I mean to me it was more of like oh why why was the National Guard needed to be called? I mean I understand that I guess the police couldn't handle as many people as it was out there, but like, I guess um, they were just out for extra protection and trying to calm down the situation, but it did. What's up, everybody? This is Lester Trotman. Is that Trotman? From the Zap. And when we in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we always listen to. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 